Hello, and welcome to the Christ Church Cathedral Podcast. This is the sermon from our past Sunday, recorded live from the cathedral. We hope these words will really speak to your heart and mind. Now, there's a cardinal rule among storytellers. When you're telling a story, just tell the story. Don't explain it. Story's a bit like a joke. If you have to turn around and explain what it means, it defeats the purpose, loses its impact. Now, Luke, Luke knows how to tell a story. It's what his gospel is the story of Jesus' life and ministry and death and resurrection. Luke is a storyteller. And yet, in recounting this morning's parable, Luke jumps right in and explains what the parable is all about before Jesus even gets a word out of his mouth. Listen up. Then Jesus told them a parable about their need to pray always and not to lose heart. Luke's just let the cat out of the bag before Jesus even gets to speak. It's then that Jesus tells a story. It's a story about a ruthless judge, one who neither fears God nor respects people. And it's a story about a widow. Those who in Jesus' day were extraordinarily vulnerable along with aliens and orphans. They were people for whom God had special regard. Now the widow, we read, keeps coming to the judge for justice against her opponent. We don't know what her cause of action is. We do know that she persists. She pesters the judge. Perhaps she hung out at the city gate where the judge held court. Perhaps she tagged behind him as he went out in the morning to buy his bread and newspaper. In any event, initially the judge blows her off. I say initially because there comes a point in time when he relents. He says to himself, and and Luke as a storyteller often uses this device of allowing us to listen in on an internal conversation. Though I have no fear of God, he says to himself, and, and no respect for anyone, he repeats what we already know about him, he hasn't changed, yet because this widow keeps bothering me, I will grant her justice so that she may not wear me out by her continual coming. In other words, he relents not out of a desire for justice, nor from compassion for her situation, but because of the fact that this woman is bad for his health. You see, the literal translation of may not wear me out by her continual coming is that is 
so that in the end, she may not give me a black eye. When we translate this verse word for word, we discover that the judge relents simply because he didn't want a shiner, nor the embarrassment of having to explain just how he got a black eye. So the point of the story, Luke has already told us, is that our faith is about fervent and persistent prayer. We're to pray with the same kind of intensity with which this woman pursues the rogue judge. She reminds us that in days of crisis and in moments of despair, which many of you here this morning know and know only too well, that we're to pray always and we're not to lose heart. Pray always and not lose heart. Mahatma Gandhi, widely regarded as the chief architect of India's freedom from colonial rule, was a deeply spiritual man, as many of you will know. Apparently, he began each day at 4 a.m. with an hour's prayer in a small sanctuary he had arranged in his modest home. He once said, and I quote, I'm neither a man of letters nor of science, but I humbly claim to be a man of prayer. It's prayer that has saved my life. Without it, I would have lost my reason long ago. And if I did not lose my peace of soul in the midst of my many trials, and goodness knows Mahatma Gandhi experienced many trials, it's because of the peace that came to me through prayer. Prayer is the key to each morning and the lock to each evening. And he concludes... Let everyone try this experience and they will find that daily prayer will add something new to their lives, something which cannot be found elsewhere. So Luke tells us this morning, if we, if we take nothing else from this parable, if we take nothing extra, then at least we take this. Prayer is not a last resort. Something we turn to when our own plans and our own programs and our own little power plays have failed. Prayer is where we begin as Christians. The widow models persistence for us in the prayerful pursuit of justice. Persistence even to the point of embarrassing the prowls that be in order to bring about change. But is it all that this parable tells us? I guess one of the dangers in, of breaking the cardinal rule in storytelling about not explaining the story beforehand is that we not only rob the story of its power, we can also obscure other meanings in the story that the story might otherwise hold out to us. So I wonder if there's something else that the Christ wants us to take home from the story this morning. 
Well, although Luke directs our attention to the widow, perhaps there's also some mileage for us in the unjust judge. Now, as I've said to you, he eventually responds to the widow, not because of a change of heart, but because she was a burr under his saddle that he just couldn't dislodge. And Jesus' point is not that God is like an unjust judge who eventually gives way to our persistent petitions. Jesus' point is rather that if this heartless ratbag of a judge gives in to the unceasing pleas of the widow, how much more will God God who is all justice and God who is all compassion listen to the cry of his children for justice in the world. God can be counted on to go into bat for the downtrodden. God's ears are always open to our prayer. In other words, Jesus is saying God is absolutely everything and a whole lot more besides that the unjust judge is not. And so in this story, the judge's unattractive qualities throw into sharper relief the opposite qualities of God. One who can be trusted. One who is responsive to our requests. One who sees that justice ultimately is carried out. So just as there are two characters in the story, the, the, the widow and the unjust judge, so there's more to this message than just persisting in prayer. You see, our persistence in prayer finds its source in God. I mean, why would we pray? Unless we had some inkling of confidence, perhaps only the inkling of a mustard seed, that the one who hears our prayers will respond. Prayer begins and ends in God. I had a young man in to see me a while ago who was quite troubled. He was disturbed by what he perceived were spirits in and around his home. He was no longer able to sleep because of his anxiety about them. So we did talk about prayer and how he might ask God for protection and might ask God to help those spirits find their true home. But we didn't just talk about prayer. We talked about God. About God's victory over all that might seek to spindle or crush our lives through the cross of Jesus Christ. We reflected together on how God and Christ has undone the power of anything 
that might seek to rob us of life. Sin, evil, death. So that through God's spirit, we might come to share in the very life of God. Our talk of prayer that afternoon couldn't be divorced from talk of the one who is both the source and the goal of our prayers. Then Jesus told them a parable about their need to pray always and not to lose heart. Luke, of all the gospel writers, is the one who underscores time and again the role of prayer in Jesus' life and in our lives as his followers. We're to pray. And we're to pray not simply because we are to pray. We are to pray because of the one in whom our prayers have both their beginning and their end. The one who, unlike this morning's judge, is always more willing to respond than we to pray. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Thanks for listening. This podcast is a production of Christ Church Cathedral. Audio editing and original theme by Eduardo Farias. We hope you join us again soon. Have a blessed day.